Hi guys, welcome to Tidio Podcast. Uh, today's guest, Tatinda. Tatinda, hello. Welcome to Tidio Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for making a little bit of an effort. I know you have to... <laughs> a for effort. Okay. A, a for effort. No, because obviously I know you can do when you try. <laughs> I wish I had enough time to be super glamorous today, but mm-hmm. allow me guys. Mm-hmm. I heard they used to have a YouTube, ch- YouTube channel. What happened to that? Oh, I still have it. I just started it. But the thing is, um, I'm having a bit of like anxiety to release videos. I have recorded some stuff actually. Yeah. But um, I think I'm just afraid of like what people are going to think. And it's the pressure of the first video being really yeah. good. So I'm just like, I'm telling myself it needs to happen before New Year's, but I'm not saying what date. <laughs> yeah. But it's going to happen before New Year's because the video is already ready. It's just mm. about me pressing release, you know. No, to be fair, I can I can totally understand when it comes to like releasing content. I have so much like recorded content, but sometimes I just mm. feel like maybe people are not ready to hear that. Yeah. So I'm just going to hold on to it. Um yeah but yes and sometimes you just have to like bite the bullet and just like whoever mm. i don't care like if it backfires it is what it is and just you know it is what it is. yeah but yeah i mean hopefully soon we'll see loads of um content coming from your end. i hope so i hope yeah. so <laughs> i was really excited when i saw the channel i was just like so i was asked speaking to your sister i was like how come she's only doing a channel now and she's like oh she used to have a channel I was like, oh, oh yeah, I did. Um, I privated the videos, but I, right. I, I was aiming that to be like a family channel because I have my daughter, obviously. So I was like going to make like family vlogs and stuff. Yeah. But then I was, I decided like later on that I don't want to expose my child to the internet so much yeah. and I want it to be her own decision. So that's why I, I also archived her photos on Instagram. I'll post her on my story here and there. But like, um, generally speaking, I want to maintain her privacy. So that's why I won't be including her in my new new YouTube at all. No, that's really good. Obviously, like your mm. child is very, it's the most important thing. You don't want to expose, especially like given that, that little thing that you shared last time when someone just like, like the things they were saying were so mean. Mm-hmm. I was just like, who gives them the right to say the things they were saying? But imagine if someone said that under your child's pictures, just like, so that would hurt that would hurt more than someone saying it to me like with me when when i received that horrible message from that that guy um i laughed it off but like i don't think i could laugh it off with when it comes to my child so yeah i prefer to not like have that risk at all so yeah because i know sometimes let's say you know like on meme pages or whatever i'll post i'll comment controversial stuff so someone might come for me <laughs> So be careful with that I, i'm very like controversial with my thoughts sometimes so i'm just like <laughs> let me behave let me behave you know what you should put that on the youtube like the controversial comments just like unapologetic and just like it is what it is like hear my i don't thoughts. know if i'm if i'm ready to be disliked immediately <laughs> <laughs> maybe when i gain some fans i can start saying controversial stuff and then people will be like oh, okay we still love it okay <laughs> yeah. all right well i'm, I'm playing it safe I'm, I'm just gonna be there regardless whether it's controversial or not controversial because i just like mm. 
I like I'm I'm like entertained by both. So whether it's controversial <laughs> or not, I'll just be you know. There will be some very interesting story times, some juicy stuff. Mm-hmm. That's also another reason why I hadn't released it because it's kind of like a personal. <laughs> and I don't want want to see and be like, "Damn girl, were you really that stupid?" <laughs> because some situations I've been in were like wow girl you could have done better and i think you know you live and you learn at least maybe my story will help someone not make the same mistake you know what that's a that's literally the best way to look at things especially when it comes to like stories um learning from each other cuz like you never know mm. maybe someone's going through a similar thing and then they hear their story and it's like okay i'm in the wrong oh yeah. i'm with the wrong person i need to leave now mm. so and that could be cuz they heard you i hope so I hope so, yeah. yeah um, I want to focus on like story times and dating content, which is, I guess, so the topic of today. This is the topic of today, being dating. And we're talking about how certain situations that you, anyone can go through. Mm-hmm. So it'd be good to like, obviously share that. And myself, I have had some sto- some situations I find myself in. So I'm just like, what am I doing with myself? Mm-hmm. I need to like, oh, why, am I, why am I still here? <laughs> like, it's like, I've been in those way too many times. Way yeah. Too many. And I think now that I'm I, I just turned 23 so like I'm a bit more a wiser. I'm not saying I'm that wise because I'm still pretty young and mm-hmm. I will still make mistakes. Yeah. But like I think I have learned a lot from my experiences and because I tend to follow my gut a lot um mm. which can be bad <laughs> i tend to follow my gut a lot so then it exposes me to certain situations where normally my mind would have been like oh no girl don't do that but sometimes it has come out positively sometimes negatively so uh you experiences are all experiences that's all i'll say like they all amount to building your character no i totally agree So speak of experiences obviously like I'm probably going to ask you like leading questions what has been like an experience or a situation you've been into and then you're like okay um you know it's been a bit too much for you let's just use that word it's been too much um i was oh this is a t- touchy one but um um i hate to say it but like with the my child's father like mm. that situation was not very i mean I, i know he would agree as well so i guess it's not that like it's not one sided but like our relationship wasn't very positive at all like mm. we we were like not that compatible in terms of like how we like express love and stuff because me i'm a very affectionate person when i'm comfortable with someone and he's not very comfortable with showing expression like expressions of love like even like well not like i don't mind not doing pda but like just sometimes when you're in private you want to be able to be like i love you like show your vulnerable side yeah. and i wasn't able to do that with him but like because he was my first serious with like boyfriend and also like he was pretty good looking <laughs> that's why i i kept on allowing a lot of stuff that he would do you and his um, spell looks like honestly oh my gosh my weakness is good looking man <laughs> <laughs> don't worry i'm sure there's a lot of girls that share that weakness it's okay oh yeah oh yeah so i think because he was good looking i let him get away with a lot mm. a lot of things and i just needed to take off those rose colored glasses and see the person who was ahead of me 
I mean, we are good friends now, but like we definitely do not make a good couple. Like, and because when whenever I feel hurt, I I'm kind of like a revenge type person. Like what so, type of things you do, or did you do? Not that, not, not not anything illegal. Don't worry okay. about that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you um, if you hurt me, I'm gonna like. Let's say you cheat on me, I'm I'm gonna probably do it back just to get even and that's the shit that we we were doing like it was like he did that and i was like i'm gonna do it too it was like tit for tat and i never ever want to be in a situation like that because that's a really toxic and we would literally always say to each other you know we're toxic and i'm like yeah but sex is good (laughs) yeah we would say that to each other we knew we were toxic and my parents they did not approve my sister did not approve. Nobody approved. Like everyone who used to tell me, like this is too much. Like this is too much. Sandra, like you need to leave. You need to leave. Yeah. And his parents would say the same thing. This is too much. And the thing is, we would tell our side, and he would tell his side, and it was very easy to like um, sympathize with either one of us. Yeah. But, um, I I can wholeheartedly say I did not do it first. <laughs> so. If you're watching this baby father, yeah, <laughs> come for me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like that stuff is not right. You shouldn't, like, you shouldn't do tit for tat just because someone's hurting you doesn't mean you should hurt them back. You should just be the bigger person and leave that situation. Because after that, I managed to find somebody really nice. I mean, we're not together now, but like, I managed to get into a positive relationship, and yeah. I got an idea of what a good relationship actually is, and that's what I'm hoping to find that and more in my next relationship. What was different, like, in terms of, like, was this guy treating you different? Was he not, yes. you know, being petty? Like, what type mm-hmm. of things was he doing that the other ones didn't do? It was my first time being in a relationship where we didn't argue. And I thought, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, people always say, you know, you argue, but there's still love there, stuff like that. Like, but I didn't know it was possible to actually be in a relationship where there's no no type of, like, drama of some sort mm. and it was the first time i've been in a relationship so calm and sometimes i felt like should i start something because this is a bit weird why is he so nice like you know what that goes to show you're the dramatic one <laughs> be nice because i was conditioned into okay. thinking that was normal um and like he was affectionate he would tell me I love you and I'll tell him I love you and it felt so good to be able to say it and know the person really means it and you don't have to doubt it because sometimes like my my other ex my baby father would say like I love you and I wouldn't believe it because of the actions he would do um but this was the first time like somebody made me really trust them and we took our time to build that and like I did something that, like, okay, so I had read about the 90-day rule and our waiting to fall Ooh, in love. The book. We, we did that. We did that. Yeah, we did that. And I think that also contributed to our love being pretty deep because we didn't use, like, sex to make it that strong. But yeah. isn't it, like, the build-up to the sex and then when you get the sex, you're just like, eh, now I'm, I've, I've got what I wanted. Um, he definitely was not like that, thank God. <laughs> because if if it was like that, then I'd be super hurt. Imagine waiting months and then the person just dumping you because they got what they wanted. I mean, that is a big fear of mine. But mm. I mean, it hasn't happened to me so far, and I don't I don't understand why anyone would do that. That's that, that's sociopathic behavior. 
like that's very weird like for you to like waste someone's time like that that's a bit toxic a bit toxic I mean I don't think it's toxic I just feel like okay in some way it can be toxic and it's and in other ways sometimes that is a big part of like a relationship and if oh, they get to that part the sex was bad yeah like you waited okay. all this long and then you get to it and then it's actually terrible and then you're like okay so what do we do now okay that's different i thought you meant like you know this guy was waiting three months because he knew he was gonna smash <laughs> after like no. no no no. i mean if you actually went into it with a pure heart you really like this person or love this person and then you did it and you weren't compatible what can you do you can't stay in a relationship you're not essentially compatible with you have to because otherwise you like start looking for someone to fill that gap because that person mm-hmm. can fill your emotional um spiritual whatever but like sex is also important in a long-term relationship so i do get that like i do get that okay yeah. well hopefully it never happens to you because i'm sure it's 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 just not a good feeling i think on both sides having to tell the other person like yo mm. it's not happening or, have you ever had to do that um no <laughs> and i hope and i hope it never happens to oh my god because <laughs> that will be laugh in the moment okay it won't be funny but later yeah. on looking back at it i'll just be like wow i can't believe i went wow. through that like yeah, yeah imagine that like, waiting months just to have <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with waiting. You don't know what you're waiting for. You know what, yeah. Knowing girls, like I feel like we'll pull up your you call your committee your friends. Mm-hmm. And just yes, like, girls, yes. what do I do? This is the situation. Like, Girl, oh no. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. And at first they'll laugh at you. Yes, then after they be like questions like, do you really love him? Mm. Do you have feelings for him? And then maybe mm. you make that decision. But I feel like if you feel like deep down is something that's really important, you should not compromise. You yeah, be, true. You know, you should say what's on your heart and just say, you know what, this is something very important to me. And at the moment, it's not fulfilled. Maybe mm-hmm. we should introduce other things that can help us or nothing. Mm-hmm. We should uh, maybe think about I mean, it. yeah, I definitely think you should try it. Like the first time might always be a bit awkward because it's like it's your first time and you need time to like get comfortable with someone and maybe they're just they were just shy or whatever. Like if you actually communicate and that's the thing people are very afraid of communicating because they're afraid of like hurting people's feelings. Mm-hmm. But like it's about how you word things and if the person knows you well enough they'll know that you mean well and you're yeah. not doing you're not saying or doing anything in malicious in a malicious way so yeah so i think it, you should be like comfortable enough to have that conversation by then mm. but i am glad something beautiful came out of that relationship <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. it's a testament to what did you call it good sex <laughs> Yes, maybe too good. <laughs> Girls, you better use condoms. <laughs> yeah, definitely protection is important. Yes. And... Yeah, because I was too young, I was a teenager, so like, yeah, I would I would I would definitely I always tell my friends you should wait wait till marriage if you can, if you if you do want marriage, because not everyone does, but like mm-hmm. wait till you're in a committed relationship or marriage. Yeah. 
before you have kids because not only is it gonna like affect you it's gonna affect the kids and if you know for whatever reason the person that you do end up having a baby with doesn't want to co-parent very well and then you're left with being a single parent and no support whatsoever and that child will always wonder where's dad and that's not really nice for the child either so you owe it to yourself and your child to be careful that's what i always tell my friends that's 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 really good advice from literally a 23 year old so i'm even <laughs> listening so i'm definitely gonna put that in practice it's made me wiser for sure <laughs> yeah no no that's good yeah. uh, and you know what when you have a child things ch- change and you mm-hmm. have to like mature first and then at the you know even someone who's older than you because you have to you have another person you have to think of like whatever decision you make you have to think about how does that affect um a little human being that you've created so Mm. i can totally understand and kudos to you (laughs) but um i want to go on to other maybe happy things that have happened in dating life (laughs) because let's move on although that started out sad and then you know something beautiful came up you know was produced Mm-hmm. Um, have you had any other experiences that were like fun or experiences that you just like damn I wish I wish I could go back and mm, let me think about it I mean recently I've been dating again I've been single for a while but like I've been starting dating again and one thing I never did before was yeah. multi-dating so I would meet someone What's... let's say I'm, I usually meet people online so I would okay. meet someone on tinder or hinge or whatever and then I'm going to just latch onto it and try and make that work. When, once I swipe with that person, I've been on one date with them, then that means I'm going to just focus on talking to them. And I don't really explore my options and go on other dates. And um, I realized it's like you don't really know a person that well if you're just jumping in. And you could have someone better compatible to that person. They may be a good person, but like there could be someone out there, really. So I've really taken that and i started multi-dating so and i'm always very transparent with anyone that i'm with that this is me like i date other people um until i feel like there's somebody that i like enough to commit to which can be tough because you're gonna have to disappoint some people (laughs) and i think i'm at the point where i'm a bit savage i'm like okay bye (laughs) i will tell a guy back i mean obviously because you know what you want yeah when you know what you want i will say in a nice way obviously i'm not Mm -hmm. gonna be like okay deuces but like i will be like yo um i mean you know that i'm multi-day i i i'm sorry to disappoint you but like this is the person that i chose and that's the risk that if they're willing to take they can go ahead and that's why you should always be transparent in that and i think it's been really fun because I get to go out on like and meet so many new interesting people. Mm-hmm. I've also opened up like the type of guy that I go for as well. Like um, I used to have a specific type, but now I'm just a bit open to like every type of guy, every race, every type of guy. And it's really interesting. I mean, many times that I've been on the dates, I haven't really felt a romantic, a romantic connection, mm-hmm. but it still was like, and a memorable experience and it's nice to be treated and actually I've I found that men lately are actually being quite chivalrous they actually do like I, I just, like the, uh, maybe it's because of um the way I present myself on dating sites I think that also does affect it because back when I was dating when I was younger I 
I didn't really take nice pictures. I always just take like, I don't know, you know, like African auntie selfies, like <laughs> kind of straight up no to your way. face. Like I wasn't that good at taking pictures or like and like showing off my beauty in a nice way. But now the pictures that I take now, I think kind of give the impression that I'm, you can't take me to KFC. <laughs> of course, like you have so, an amazing body. Thank you. I mean, people so, need to like, check out Instagram because yes you do <laughs> Going click, click. Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> so that has also allowed me my because i found confidence because i wasn't very confident after i left certain relationships because my okay. confidence was a bit down but like because i've been single for so long and nobody has been stressing my life so my confidence just went up and i started being comfortable showing the different side of me and i think it radiates and I've been attracting, honestly, lately, really good people. So I'm actually very surprised because if you had asked me this last year, I would have been like, oh, hell, the dates that I've been on. Like, like I've been, I went on some bad dates before, but like this year. What's I've been the worst? Dates. Oof, long story short. Yeah. Okay, how do I make this in a short way? Um, okay, I met this guy on Tinder and... Uh, I need to. What can I? Can I give him a name? Let me give him a fake name. Sean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I met this guy Sean on Tinder, and he was not my exact type. Like I like dark hair on men, like brunettes or something like that. And he was like, I was trying to go for something different, and he's he's blonde. So I was like, okay, not really my type, but he's pretty good looking. Let's let's see how it goes. Yeah. We met up pretty immediately. We were texting for about twenty minutes. And then we realized we're local and we met up. And so the place he suggested to me was um, about a couple couple minutes away from me, but I've never been there. And when I got off at the bus stop, I was like, um, I don't know where to find this place. And I was five minutes late when I arrived because there was a bit of traffic, but it wasn't like super late where it's like 20 minutes, 15 minutes. So um, he was like, but you were five minutes late, so you're going to figure out on your own. So that was the first like, Ooh, that's a okay. sign like I'm like do you I even said to him do you you know you're gonna wait longer if I have to find this place on my own and then he's like find it then and then he cut the phone that was I, that should have been a sign for me to go home yeah but I was stupid <laughs> and I arrived and he was definitely uh, not in a good mood um he offered me a coffee we met in a coffee shop and i was like i don't actually drink coffee but i just agreed to meet him there because i don't know i don't i should have voiced that i don't even drink coffee but um he was like so you don't even drink coffee but we're meeting at a coffee shop and i'm like well you suggested it i just said yes and he was like okay then do you want water this that's how he said it to me do you want water (laughs) and i was like yeah okay um so i had some more and we started just having just little friendly chat. He started warming up a bit, it seemed, mm. right? And I started feeling a bit, I mean, I will say I wasn't that attracted to him in person. He looked a bit older in person, but it was still the same person, but like just a bit older. Um, but I was still like, I'm already here. I'm not going to just walk out on the guy just because he's got a few wrinkles or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he asked me like, what do you do? What do you study? And at the time I was studying criminology and psychology. And I told him basically I wanted to become a detective. That's why I'm doing criminology. And he was like, oh, but you're black. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was so confused when I heard that. Yeah, I'm confused and as well. 
like he was he was like and i'm like what do you mean and he's like yeah but you're black and you want to join the police and i'm like there's plenty black people who are in the police yeah and he's like oh i'm just a bit surprised and i'm like has oh, he never what? seen any anyone black in the police I, I, I don't know like i know this guy was from scotland but i'm pretty sure there's some few black people who are in the police force in scotland I, I don't know that that really surprised me i was a bit caught guard. i was a bit offended actually like very offended but i was like okay then you didn't then need the date me, no no i i'm getting there you get taurus <laughs> you hold myself he, together um, i stood i i stayed in the state way longer than i should have so then he asked me like have i ever committed a crime and i was like um I don't know, maybe like when I was younger, I stole some money at my mom's purse or something like that. And he was like, oh, really? So you've never like shoplifted or smoked weed or like do drugs? And I'm like, first of all, why do you assume that, right? Yeah. And he was like, it's because you're black. Again, <laughs> the black thing. And I was just Why like, is he on a date with you if you're black? <laughs> I was very confused. I was very confused. And at this point he was like, um, do you want to go grab dinner? Be- like before I could even really react, he was like, do you want to go grab dinner? And I was like, um, and he was like, I was joking because he saw my face. He was like, I was joking. Oh my God. And he started laughing. That was the first time he actually laughed the whole day. He was a bit like off. And I was like, okay, then, um, at least let me get a free dinner out of this situation. That's all I was thinking, right? Okay. And because the area we, we, I, I live in doesn't really have a lot of restaurants, we decided to go somewhere like a bit further. We went to Richmond to grab some food. And whilst we were in the bus, um, this guy was like, it kind of smells in here. And I'm like, yeah, I did notice the smell. It kind of smelled like like curry or something. Mm-hmm. And then he started looking around. He's like, is there any Indians in here? And I was like, this guy's a bit racist, isn't he? Like, it's a bit, he's he's saying like borderline, very offensive, almost racist. Like, it's, you, you don't know what to like class it Make as. It, yeah. It's like microaggression slash stereotypes. And then he starts asking me like, where am I from? This is when we got off the bus, right? The whole bus journey was awkward. It was very quiet. When we got off the bus, he started asking me like, I think he was just looking for small talk because I think you could tell that I'm just not interested in, like, in him at all. Um, he asked me where I'm from and I'm like, yeah, I'm from Zimbabwe. And he was like, oh really? I have a friend from Zimbabwe. He owns a rubber plantation. And I'm like, plantation? We don't have plantations in Zimbabwe. And I didn't even know we did rubber in Zimbabwe. I thought we were like more diamonds and stuff. And I was like, well, I'm learning something new. Um, and I just didn't like, I didn't like the word that you use, plantation. Maybe even yeah. rubber farm. Yeah, um, who uses plantation in bloody Africa? Like, that you was farm? Mm. And so he started asking me, where do I want to eat? So we're in the, if you know Richmond, there's like a big uh, high street. There's like yeah. 20 restaurants in there. And I'm like, um, maybe we could go to the Ivy's. We've got nice food. And he's like, oh, I don't really want that. Um, I'm going to go for that one. And I'm like, oh, but I don't like Mediterranean food. And he was like, well, you're going to like it today. It's really good. And I was, I was just thinking, why did you even ask me whether I want to see what one want to eat if you decided already? So we went down, it was this like underground restaurant thing and we were there and he asked, and I asked him like, have you ever dated a black woman? Because honestly, I was just like, this guy cannot have ever dated a black woman the way he acts. 
Yeah. And he was like, I've only ever dated black women. And I was like, really? (laughs) And he asked such questions? And I'm like, where were they from? And he's like, West African. And he was like, to be honest, I thought you were West African because, you know, I've dated a lot of Nigerian girls and they're very submissive. And that's what I like in a woman because I'm an alpha male. I'm pretty sure you've dated beta males in your life. And I'm like, who even uses those words? Alpha and beta, who says that? Who says that? I was just like laughing because I thought he was joking. I thought he was joking. And he looked at me like, why are you laughing? (laughs) And I'm like, what what do you mean alpha and beta? And he's like, well, an alpha male is a man who handles the business. And I want a woman to be at home, cook, clean, and I'll provide the money. I'll do the masculine roles. As long as she's feminine, she takes care of herself. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. That's like a traditional relationship if that's what you like. I mean, and then I told him like, I I prefer where it's a bit more balanced. I mean, I still do like a man who pays for the stuff, like, but like, I don't want it to be completely traditional in that sense. And he was like, that's because you've only dated beta male, so you just accepted it. As a woman, you need to date a man who's gonna take care of everything financially. And I'm like, okay. That is ridiculous. Like, okay. And then he was like, you know, I'm really glad that you came. Uh, oh, and then he grabbed my hair like this. I'm really glad you wore this hair. And he went like that. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, you had a picture of your Afro in your picture. And I'm like, yeah, do you like it? And he's like, no, I prefer this. That's why I'm glad you came with this. And I'm like, well, I thought you said you only did African girls. Yeah. West African girls. And he was like, yeah, but Afros are dirty. Don't tell me you stayed. That's when I go up. <laughs> Don't tell me you stayed. That's, no, I go oh. up at this point. I have been in this day for too long. I was like, oh, hell no. But before I go up, I was like, first of all, which afros have you been seeing or smelling or whatever? Yeah. And he was like, every, every person who I've met with the afro it stinks. It's dirty. And I'm like, my afro is not dirty. And then he's like, I'm pretty sure it is. Afro hair is just dirty. And I was like, all right, I'm going to head out. (laughs) I just got up. And I was just like, wow, this is... I I didn't even want him to pay for me. I went to the the front and I paid for my... I didn't pay for his meal. I paid for it specifically. I was like, I ordered the chicken wings. I was going to pay. I didn't want to go half. I I paid for exactly what I got. And then I left. And he was just there, he unfazed. He didn't even flinch when I got up. He was just there, like with his little glass, just like. You should have took. You should have took that glass and threw it in his face. Honestly, I really wish I did. There's many times I went through that, and I was like, oh god, there's so many things I should have done. And when I left, like I, I'm gonna say, like a couple of minutes later, I saw a text on my phone from him saying, "If you're going to be late, at least come looking nice." What was that? <gasps> Oh my god, you're actually getting me so angry and I'm not this happened in the past. And, you know, and I'm the worst Oh my god. Instagram recently recommended his profile to me, people you may know. And I clicked on his Instagram and guess what? I bet he looks like a potato. He's a white girl. 
why can't he just stay to what he knows? What, what, did he want to explore this area just so he can cast you out? Or I don't, I don't understand I don't this. It's sickening, sickening. Oh God, there were so many things he said during that day, but I just condensed it. But there was just he, he was bragging a lot about having a, a big fancy apartment because he's a he says he's a hedge fund. I don't know something to do with hedge funds, and that he's got a lot of money and that he can afford to take care of a wife and home as long as she cooks and cleans and i'm just like mm, okay okay like this guy was Sad. i genuinely thought i i literally thought right i've never been on a date that bad in my life i thought there must be a hidden camera somewhere on him yeah trying because to get it didn't reaction. feel like it didn't feel like real because I was just like, is there really genuine people in this earth who think like that? But apparently there is. And I did try Googling his name. And the only thing that comes up, he is in the hedge fund business, and, uh, finance and stuff like that. Uh, but no so? or anything. But this guy, I pray for anyone. I, I, I feel very sorry for his girlfriend. I don't know what she goes through. Maybe she likes it. I don't know. I mean, regardless, like no one deserves any, like that's like a, abuse in a way. That's like, you can get traumatized. Like people, some girls will never go on a date again. Like if that happens to you, like. I was so put off. I was so, so I can imagine. Like, I can yeah, imagine. I did not go on a date for a long time after that. Because it was just, it was, not only was it like, he was borderline racist, he was also offensive. And downright misogynistic, like with the way he thinks women should act or behave. And I just didn't understand why would you date a black woman if you don't like our features, which is what our Afro hair is traditionally like a black thing. And if you say you really like black women, yeah, why, why are you complaining about their Afro? So weird. He doesn't. I, I even have a feeling that was just an experiment to him, like. He just wanted to let out some steam or he's working with someone who is black and he this person gave it to him as he should be getting it and mm-hmm. then he needed someone to take it out on all I the things he wanted he to say or mad ask at an ex, mad at an ex maybe, maybe i reminded him of an ex and he just immediately when he saw me was like this looks like my ex let me just go off and he went off <laughs> but still that's not an excuse to act any type yeah. of way that's just pathetic yeah any man who acts that way is just pathetic in my eyes and it's just like mm-hmm. sad little men to me yeah i will be making a full story time you about should the entire day Honestly. I, I have like i have written that down because the whole date was just shocking and a lot of people are gonna like when when it happened i did call my best friend and she was like girl why didn't you leave when you said plantation i was like i don't know <laughs> I should have really left, but I, I mean, I would have left. I wouldn't have made it to the date. The minute you told me I have to make, you know, I have to direct myself. I just told you I'm lost. Like I need some help. And you're telling me mm. you should find mm. your way and blah, blah, blah. I just like, yeah, sorry. I'm going back home. It's been great knowing you. That's it. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I can also sense like um, when someone's being difficult, like just messaging, like, you know, when you're getting to know someone, the initial mm. stages, you just be flowing the conversation. Yeah. Like when you get their text, you want to message back immediately. When I don't get mm. that, it's like, for me, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah. Like, it's not going anywhere. So, wow. That is, <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, but just like, 
<laughs> and I it's know. like, go I calm know. myself down because <laughs> that literally just pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, that unfortunately happened to me. Damn, like if it happens again, call me. I'll bring <laughs> it will never happen again. Because me now, I will walk out immediately. Or the first red flag, I'm like, bye. Yeah. Bye. I'm out. Mm-mm. No, for sure. But hopefully now you, you've got some good stories. Like, are you dating anyone? No, not at the moment. I'm like getting to know people. I wouldn't okay. say I'm dating anyone, but like I'm definitely getting to know some some people and like taking it easy. Like I'm like I said, I'm a romantic, so I tend to rush. I used to rush. So yeah. now I'm like taking it easy. Like and I kinda I, I understand men now that used to be like I don't like to rush things I mean some of them are just talking nonsense but like I understand some of them now because that's how I am now but I know that I want a relationship in the end of all of this but like it's hard to convince a person they might think you're playing games or whatever but like you have to protect yourself and I'm all about protecting myself and also like I'm my daughter is four years old, so if I was to introduce someone, she's gonna remember that person now because she's at the age of remembering. Yeah. So I have to be very vigilant about who I want to introduce to my child. So yeah, I am taking it very seriously and very slowly at the same time. Do you mention that you have a child on the date, or is it something you have to think about before the dates? Before the dates. Oh, you okay. So, I've done it once where I didn't mention it um, because I felt like this guy would have probably not gone on a date with me until um, if he knew that I had a child immediately. But then, because I knew for, it's kind of bad, but I knew that my personality would shine so much that he wouldn't be able to say no to a second date. And yeah. I was right. <laughs> like he did say he was a bit surprised. Yeah. taken aback but because you, you can't imagine not seeing me again um and yeah we've been on a few dates but like i have done that before i wouldn't recommend doing that i think you should tell tell the guy immediately because some like some men have reacted positively when i told them mm. or some not necessarily negatively but they started uh, the communication went from texting every two minutes to every 15 minutes he'll reply like it just they started acting a bit weird towards okay. even though they said oh yeah that's fine that's fine but really it's not fine for them and i want a man who's actually like genuinely okay with the fact that i have a child because i don't want him to just be like okay fine i'll do it because i like you because then yes you're doing it for me because you do like me but then yeah, child is not my daughter it my daughter is not going to benefit from that because you're not even interested in my daughter. You're doing it for me, not just me and my kid. So, yeah. yeah. And it's even, like, it's even difficult with single dads. You would think, you know, maybe a single dad would be a safer choice. Yeah. But no. Like, just because a man has a child doesn't mean he's, he's still willing to look after another man's child. Okay, You'd that's be quite surprised. interesting. That's quite interesting because mm. I do have a friend, she has a child. Mm-hmm. and it's it's difficult obviously like you don't know when to um, mention or talk about the child and she mm-hmm. has experienced like she has moments where she's mentioned the child and like you said the communication kind of slows down and like she doesn't know does she do something or I yeah feel, i feel like when you get that that sign like the communication is slowing down sometimes that's their answer like, telling you mm-hmm. like sorry it's not gonna happen or not going yeah. anywhere 
Wow. I think men are afraid of dating single moms because they think that we're expecting them to look after our kid and we want them mm. to be a daddy to, to our kid, but that's not often the case. I mean, many single moms have the dad involved, um, even though they're not together, that could be the case, or she's just independent. And anyways, no mom expects a man that they've recently started dating to start putting responsibility into their child. That's something that happens gradually. And like, I don't know why men have this perception. And other men are willing to date a single mom, but for the wrong reasons, because mm-hmm. they think single moms, um, well, they have a home, they have food. Ooh. Like that happens, that happens. And I do not let anyone stay in my house ever. Well, that's where your child <laughs> stays anyway. There's so no way. There's no way. Even my boyfriend, maximum one day he's gonna stay, get out. <laughs> I like my personal space as well and yeah. i would not let anyone move in with me like well, maybe when i'm married but she it's not happening at any other time then and another reason that they would date a single mom in a negative way is because they think single moms are easy easy lay like easy mm. sex like she's she's so desperate for love because men always reject her and because she's viewed as the bottom barrow, even though she may be hot, but because she has a kid, she's damaged goods. So why should I take her seriously? Other men don't take her seriously. So I'm just going to beat and delete. That's that's an interesting insight. I've never actually heard of that one. Oh, it is. I mean, I've, see, I've seen it. I've seen and heard men say that. I mean, there's like, um, you, you re- YouTube recently recommended me to watch a video from, I don't know if you're aware of Red Pill and MGTOW men going their own way um it's like um that's quite interesting misogynist out they are misogynistic the misogynistic hate group i would call it that i mean them they they view it as they are men the male version of feminists let's say okay um they're menonists that's what they call themselves (laughs) and they make videos about single moms and how we are damaged goods and Mm -hmm. um there's no reason to date a single mom except if you're homeless or you need sex. That's the only reason they encourage men to date single moms for fun, just like for sex and for food. That's it. And here's the thing. You might think this must be a niche. Oh no, like millions of views, millions of subscribers. People liking these videos and stuff. (laughs) And the comments are very toxic. There'll be men like saying, oh yeah, I had a single mom. She was a home. No, I would never date a single mom because my mom was bringing multiple men. Imagine how many men. Da, da, da. And if and they, they, the way they view it is it's her fault that the man left, regardless of the situation. So they, they have this point of view that if a woman was able to become a single mom, it's because there was something wrong with her. But a man who gave her a baby just could not fathom living with her but that's not the case more times a man runs from his responsibility not that's and many times single moms will stay in bad situations just to have a dad in For the, the family. child yeah but then they never they never discuss that that side they always say like all single moms they got pregnant because they were being you know sluts or that they they got pregnant because they make poor decisions in men so why would you trust a woman who makes poor decisions that's you know what that's really upsetting to even know something like that i'll I'll do some i'll do my own research on this because i feel like it's quite interesting and very annoying 
and I you hope you never disgusted actually <laughs> I hope you never come across such a man because that is terrible I hope, so, I hope no yeah. one ever does and if they do like please have the gut to just walk away from that like you don't of need course. that imagine being in a relationship with that type of person like the way they'll make you feel you might probably end up I don't know it's just it's just like it's just calling for like abuse to me it's just like you get yeah. in that type of relationship he's gonna verbally abuse you like remind you how you're worthless and you don't deserve Mm -hmm. anything better than he can offer which is nothing Mm -hmm. so that is i mean more times these type of men will not make you their girlfriend they'll lead you into a situationship and if you've got any single mom friends you would know like some of them are probably talking about how they met a guy and seems things were going well but then when they had sex it just went weird but the guy still wanted to continue seeing them it was yeah. a bit weird I've, I've been in a situation like that where I really like this person and they seem to really like me but then they were just never trying to commit to me and like I realized it's probably to do with the fact that they just could never see themselves loving or respecting a single mom and okay. yeah it is I feel like I am a beautiful talented woman but like the men will never some, <laughs> some men thank you yeah some men will never see that because i have a child they will invalidate everything and i've had like you know like that message that you saw on my instagram yeah. that man um because my profile does say i have a kid so some people will get offended when i reject them because they think a single mom is that easy there will be men who are completely unattractive in multiple ways not just looks but like completely unattractive and not on my, I don't want to say it in an arrogant way, but not on my level. And they'll approach me because they think they have a chance because I have a baby. Because they think yeah. like, I don't, I will take anything. And it's just weird to me. And when I reject them, they genuinely get offended and angry at me for having self-worth. <laughs> they genuinely think that I don't deserve to choose because I have, a, like, you should be lucky that I'm talking to you, single mom. How dare you have, you know, autonomy over your own thoughts? Like, wow, you know, it's crazy. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna conclude. And um, you've, you've given me a lot of homework. <laughs> I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be going through loads of laughs and stories, but then now I feel like I need to go and. Um, look into you know what we spoke about um mm-hmm. and i do hope you take it easy on yourself and i understand you know I'm, i can understand when it comes to like anxiety like what you mentioned earlier yeah. like you know take it easy on yourself and like produce content you know what if you don't like it you can delete it if you yeah, wake up true. one morning just think of this like no pressure like no one's pushing you to do this just first whatever you're putting out do you like it if it's a yes then push it out if you wake up the next morning and you don't like it delete it simple delete it and if anyone gives you the griff any griff like about what you've posted um Mm. yeah block that button worked block yeah block put them on on blast like like whether they're family member literally put them on blast like yeah i love putting people on blast Mm. literally (laughs) like put them somewhere where people can see them because you never know like why are you coming into my comments why are you coming in my dms like mm-hmm, being disrespectful exactly or... why don't you just put it somewhere where everyone can see that information so mm-hmm. just... <laughs> and like you said you are a beautiful talented woman 
with a beautiful daughter like your daughter is beautiful I feel privileged to have met her held her thank you I know her I like annoying kids (laughs) you know her she's so she's so funny that one she's got personality I can yeah attitude um your sister keeps sending me pictures um honestly it's been great chatting to you and hopefully we'll get you back and you can i can get more stories or if you don't if you don't give me more stories i want to see them on your channel so okay okay so no pressure pressure, no pressure but a little bit of pressure okay Okay, otherwise otherwise you're gonna have to do like another episode and you give us another story because the one you've given us today boy i've been to so much rubbish <laughs> you wouldn't even know oh, no gosh, but you're still standing so that's and smiling yeah mm. and I th- the best thing is like what you've taken away from these type of experiences is like you know when someone's treating you better and that's the most important mm-hmm. story you can learn because when you don't know any better you continuously do the same thing now that you know yeah. better and you know that your child comes first some people just date any mm-hmm. person they don't think they don't think about the child the child comes after because they everyone's looking for love it's and true you it's found true. that you can give the love to your child first and then you can bring in someone else to love you mm-hmm. and that's, that's the way i think now yeah i'm definitely more cautious about who i bring on who i love yeah sure. i mean how you know, if you want to leave some final words with anyone who's listening um, or watching? Stay away from Nigerian men. <laughs> That's how we fight. I know where all your stories are going to be coming from then. Uh-huh. <laughs> where can people find That's you? I mean, then where, can, where can they find you, channel? Um, obviously, it's coming soon. My channel name is Stacy's World and my Insta is Stacy. Sorry, Stacey TSK. So that's my socials and that's my YouTube. So you'll catch me there. We'll do. We'll tag it. Thanks, guys, um, for listening and tuning in to TJ Podcast. And today I had Stendhal. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. And we'll catch up with you soon. Bye, guys. All right. Bye-bye.